everyone, and welcome to another SDGC After Hours. I'm Finn, a.k.a. Nolan Nerdcast, and I'm here with my good friend, Derek. Hello, everybody. I'm doing pretty good. I'm stuffing breakfast down my face while we talk about this cool, stylish game you have brought to me. Yes, so so this is uh this is I think every year you know one of the best parts about being in uh, a fan of video games is coming across a, a really cool hidden gem from the indie world, and I think I might have found my 2020 crown. I'm still relatively early in the experience. I'm about six hours in, but from what I'm I'm I'm, I'm gathering, it's a about a uh, it's a ten hour game, give or take, depending on your skills. And for those that think I'm uh, slowballing the name reveal, it is Paradise Killer. It is a game that is I'm currently playing on the Switch, but I believe is also available on Steam, because what isn't? And today, Derek is going to tell me all about it. So why don't you take it away, Derek? Yeah, so um, Paradise Killer is a visual novel with um, dating sim and hack and slash elements. I actually have no clue what... I know. I was like, I wonder how far he's going to take yeah. this. You actually were describing Boyfriend Dungeon. That's <laughs> fair. Fair. No. So, so Paradise Killer is, and this is, it's like when I saw this game pop up, it, it, it triggered all my happy little like dials because it is equal parts um, Phoenix Wright and Danganronpa, but with its own very aggressive identity and like you can if you know those two franchises then you have a, a gist of what to expect so it actually is but, kind of like a visual novel like yes. adventure game kind of hybrid except it's straight up a murder mystery and it's on some okay so you're a comics fan as well yes uh it's it's a incredibly high concept game like it might makes me think of a like um jonathan hickman's style of writing or maybe even a uh um oh god grant morrison style where the the world is crazy so the basic super quick elevator pitch of the plot is you play as a character called lady love dies and you are an expert investigator that has been in exile for over three million days because this world is run by something called the syndicate and they have a council and they create these paradise islands and they use them to worship these dead gods. But every now and then in their attempts to revive and bring back their gods, they accidentally invite demons that corrupt and ruin the island and the council has to reboot the island and rebuild it. And this has happened for 24 cycles now. And on the eve of them creating the perfect 25th, because 24 was almost perfect, on the eve of the 25th, the entire council has been brutally murdered. And you, who were the cause of the fall of the 13th cycle, have been called out of exile by the omnipresent judge to find out who has murdered the, uh, the council and find out how to save paradise. It is a trippy way to start a game, and I have no idea where it's going, and that's part of the charm of this. Yeah, so it's like a really wild sci-fantasy murder mystery kind of deal. Yes, but also it's it's very indie aesthetic with its uh with its characters. Like I'm trying to. Uh, it's very it stylish. I've seen a, a few yes. pictures of like character art, and it's incredibly it's it's bright, it's colorful. The 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 like line work is kind of edgy. It's got a very aggressive flair to it. Yes, and the 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 characters are silly and absurd in the best way as well like all their names are just weird and wild 
I mean, it I'm was it th- was d- Inspector what again? Lady Love Dies. Lady Love, Love Dies. Like holy shit! And, but she is That's a lady. Great. Yeah, like hold on, I'm I'm pulling up because because the characters are just are, are are wild, and I want to um pull up some of the the names for you. So we have uh there's there's crimson um uh crimson acid carmelina silence dr doom jazz henry division <laughs> lydia daybreak and her husband sam daybreak who is just a red skeleton with sunglasses uh a character whose only name is the witness to the end who i think might be one of my favorites and okay so there's lots of crazy character names and each character has a very distinct personality but what makes this game so good is again, I, I drew comparisons to Phoenix Wright and Danganronpa because both of those games are, you have been presented with a crime or a murder and you must gather clues, interrogate suspects. And at the end there is a trial, but the whole premise of this that makes it different is the entire game is open world it is an open hmm. world exploration game. You are given zero guidance and instruction. You are given the case you are given the uh, evidence they have already, and then you're set loose. And and and, and uh, the uh, the Danganronpa comes in because in Danganronpa, when you were doing the exploration, it was kind of like a 3D world. Yeah, it was like a, with, it was like a with, shitty old dungeon crawler kind. Yes, of. but and and when you came across characters, they were like 2D cutouts in a 3D world. Yeah, and that's what this is. Okay, that's how this is. But there's platforming, and this game so far in the couple hours I've played has been really rewards you with uh exploration every time i go off the beaten path jump off a cliff find like just go oh i wonder what's over there i'm awarded a new piece of evidence or a new clue or some currency because you collect these blood shards that are used to unlock uh fast travel points or can you be used to buy black market secrets yeah ah so so one really cool thing is you have this computer with you and every time you come up with a clue, it'll automatically uh, sort it by who it'll be connected to and how it ties into each case. Because the main case is the murder of the council, but there's also lots of other little uh, cases and mysteries that you can delve into. And it's all up to you. And OK, this is going to be weird, but also there's a little bit of Breath of the Wild in this game. OK. OK. And that. Okay. You, I, you I would. Want... I'm curious how this works. Okay. Well, I, don't worry, baby bird. I'm going to feed you. <laughs> the uh, the reason I say that is because just like Breath of the Wild, you can start the game and go directly to the end if you want. If you just want to be, you can turn around and tell the judge, "I'm ready to start the trial," without gathering any evidence. But the game does not reward you for that. Like you can't just brute force your way through trial and error. Yeah. If you've collected evidence but have not tied it to a suspect, it gets put into this little like uh, unrelated evidence folder that it becomes unusable. Apparently during a trial, gotcha. which I might have tried already <laughs> just to see. Uh, I did not win. <laughs> so, so, so in a so lot of ways, this almost sounds like it has more in common. Like it, it almost sounds like it's trading on the. Like, people are familiar with Ace Attorney and Danganronpa right now. Mm-hmm. But this actually sounds like it has a lot more in line with classic PC adventure games that often gave you the ability to fail, like, hard. Yes. You know, like, like, and, and make choices too early. And, like, it reminds me, I mean, like, not specifically of, like, Myst, but of, of the billions of games that were inspired by Myst. 
in that same time. Yes. Because you know what? The one that jumps up to me is the King's Quest series. Yeah, that's a good good comparison. Like, like just just those Sierra old point and click adventure games, because that's what this is. You're just given this. And when I say open world, like this is a vast world. Like you can walk all of it. And if you fall down, you have to find your way back up. And normally that would be annoying. But so far, every time I've fallen, I found more evidence. Like I, I was ex- one of the side missions is like this guy's missing and he was in charge of the second seal. And there's so the main plot starts with like going like, how did the murder even happen? There's four seals that protect the council and no one should be able to enter. So how were they killed? And the guy who was in charge of the second seal is missing. And so you find his house. I found his body because I, I fell down a cliff and because it was like blood splatter on the ground. And I was like, oh, interesting. And you're told at the beginning that you can't be hurt. So you can just fall from any height and it's fine. Gotcha. So I fall down and I'm like, oh, well, all right then. And then I was like, I wonder if I can swim. No, you cannot. Uh, the game automatically reverted me to land. And then I it was just it was it's it's a cool way to really reward exploration early in the game. I was walking up some stairs and I found saw some rocks and a waterfall. And of course, if you play video games, what's behind a waterfall is always your first question. And so I did some platforming, which is slightly clunky. Let's be real. It's it's this is not a Mario game. It is not meant for precise jumping, Uh, but I made it and I went in and I immediately was confronted with a ghost who challenged me to uh, meet her at a cemetery. And I, I am assuming helping find her killer. And the whole world is engulfed in this really high concept political intrigue because every character is a suspect that you come across. There is no like, quote unquote, good person. You find evidence that will start linking everyone to everything and you have to use your own brains to sift through the noise so that when you go to, uh, I mean, I'm not there yet, but when you go to the trial, it's like Danganronpa. You want to make sure that you accuse the right person. Yeah. You know what's interesting is, is again, when we talk about like Ace Attorney and Danganronpa, those are effectively linear games. Like there is the, the perform this step, then this step, then this step, then this step. And you're always trying to figure yes. out what that next step is. But there is a specific sequence in which you take those steps. Um, and there's not really much deviation. And, and, and replaying, I mean, you can sit with... Uh, a guide for the Ace Attorney games that tells you the steps to take that spoils none of the story because it's literally just talk to this person, examine this thing, talk to this person in this order. Right. It's it, There's a very distinct order yeah. everything has to go in, and that's part of the charm of this game is the open-worldness, which normally uh, will would intimidate me and, and kind of uh, just stop me in my tracks because for me, too much freedom in a game can actually uh, be prohibitive for me. For sure, for sure. Like, that's a fine line you cross, because I was going to say that that opening things up where you can explore many different directions and get things very much out of order and have to piece it all together can... It's, it's both the thing I think a lot of people want that freedom, but also when you give it to people, you have to walk that tightrope of not throwing them in too deep of water out the gate, right? Like, you still need to craft yes. it. Um, and in a lot of ways, it reminds me of The Outer Wilds, uh, which was uh, yes. that indie title that I, I loved to death. Not Outer Worlds, the, the spiritual successor to Fallout, but Outer Wilds. Because Outer Wilds 
puts you in this solar system with these couple planets and says, have at it, explore. And as you find things, they start to connect together and kind of naturally lead you in certain directions. But ultimately, there's not go to the Ember Twin, investigate this thing, then this thing opens up on and like follow up a set of instructions. Um, and that did make Outer Wilds very frustrating for some of the early and mid but once it started to really click together, I mean, it was so rewarding. So if Paradise Killer is kind of the same way, where it gives you that freedom, but doesn't isn't too esoteric, then oh, yeah, that could be incredible. Yeah, and 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 that's that's part of like why I'm really digging this because it's it's the fact that you have this open world whodunit basically is, is what it comes down to. And you have this really interesting, like locked room murder mystery because that's what it is. There is no easy answer and coming up, trying to come across all of the, the clues that can be strewn out anywhere across this Island and knowing that you don't even have to find everything or solve everything to quote unquote, beat the game. You can just focus on the the cases that interest you the most. So you get to kind of craft your own storyline, which again is weird because that's normally not my jam. I'm more of a structured guy, but it's still kind of it does have a structure. And I'm really I love the genres this is playing off of. Visual novels are my jam. Everything about this game is is everything that I, I kind of wanted and the fact that it's on the switch makes it even better because it's just it it, it is perfect for these little bursts of, of gameplay couple things I want to note that that I don't love because I don't want to come off as gushing about everything but not point out it's 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 stumbles the first is that and okay I'm rambling a little but I'm coming <laughs> to a point I promise so you know how sometimes games use gameplay mechanics narratively yeah, you you know your Kojima's your whatnot like the the plot of the game and the mechanics of the game are married. I feel like that's going to come into play. I don't know why I'm basing off that except for the high concept nature of it. But the fact that this is such an open world game and it plays off the fact of rebooting reality to achieve paradise. The fact that you there is no autosave. You have to save at designated save points. Huh strikes me as suspicious <laughs> and I have no evidence of it except this nagging feeling in the back of my mind was like, I feel like this is going to come into play at some point because the game is very upfront about it. They tell you multiple times there is no autosave. You have to save at a save point. I'm like, all right, game. I don't know where you're going with this, but uh, it's going to be on the back of my you mind. You think it's going to like break the fourth wall a little bit with the saving system? And integrate it into the, into the world. Maybe like that's my feel on it. I don't. I. I just that is my vibe. That'd be super cool. I love when games get meta when they do it right. Right. Yes. Like, like plenty try and are awful, but but yeah, that can. But be. But not this one. Yeah. So the other the other problem I have is the voice acting in the game is is pretty good, but it does that really annoying thing I don't care for in some visual novels where they'll add sound clips that don't match the text and it's just them like hmm. it'll be like a repeat okay. yeah or sure stuff like that or something like like the mystery is afoot and i'm like that's not what you're saying at all and then sometimes they actually will read out 
full dialogue of important yeah. plot points. Not every not but every I, line is voiced, and many of the lines that are not voiced, they use like a stock canned like exactly. one of eight phrases that that maybe basically fits the tone of what they're saying, but is not what they're saying. Yes, Ugh. that I just that usually pulls me out of it. I prefer either you do no voice and then some voice during important scenes or go full voice start to finish. Yeah. Don't do the little like like canned sound bites like you mentioned. However, the characters are all so unique and distinct and I really dig the uh the amount of personality they infused into each one. Um the soundtrack while normally would not be my thing, like you'd never catch me on Spotify pulling up like Vaporwave or Disco or like 40s jazz remixes, <laughs> but it all culminates into this very soothing soundtrack that sometimes you just want to stop playing and listen. Like you could just put put the switch on on full blast, put it on the dock and like fall asleep to it. It's 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 a pretty dope soundtrack. I'll give it that. There's no way I look at like a picture of the cast, which, by the way, love these character designs. All of them just yes. incredible. But also, there's no way this game's soundtrack doesn't fucking slap. I've heard zero seconds of the game's soundtrack, but just looking at the aesthetic, I'm like, I would vibe with this soundtrack. I just know it. You know the game has understands that its soundtrack is incredible when there's an in-game option to play any of the music you find because you have to actually uncover tracks as like that's some of the pickups you find <laughs> because the game the game really rewards you all the time you can find new songs all over and then it adds to your personal playlist and you can play songs however you want the game has a built-in uh like media player uh it's good stuff the other down part I have on this is I don't care for the fact that in order to use the fast travel system, you have to expend currency hmm. because it, that means if you don't find enough currency, you either a burn through all your currency to fast travel and then don't have enough to buy black market secrets or I don't even know what else it could be used for. I don't know. I just uh, I like the fast travel a lot because sometimes you'll get new evidence. You'll be like, oh, now I want to go back and talk to that person and try and catch him in this lie. But you're either tasked with spinning a, a, one of your blood crystals or wasting 20 minutes retraversing the terrain. And so I can see the further I get into the game, the more that might get annoying. Now, maybe I'm wrong and you get enough money that it becomes pointless and it's kind of a moot issue. But right now at the stage I'm at, I have not achieved that. I'm trying to think. The only other game I can think of that does that is uh, Wout's favorite, Dragon's Dogma. Um, yeah. And and Dragon's Dogma is a great example because Dragon's Dogma is is the worst game to fast travel in in the vanilla version. And then the expansion makes it free. And then it becomes bearable. Like you still have to put down your own fast travel points with a physical item. But at mm. least it doesn't cost you money to do so. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just that can that can that, that basically makes it where fast travel is not an option, I think, with depending on the scarcity of resources. Correct. But yeah, uh, I mean, I don't really know what else to say, because so much of this game, I, I've, I've been very careful not to get into specific plot points. Yeah, yeah. Because games like this, even being told what the side quest or quote unquote quest side cases would be kind of ruins the fun of discovering them yourself yeah and because so much of this is about the discovery so i've been very vague in all of it but just 
I want people to know that if you are a fan of visual novels or mystery games like Danganronpa or Phoenix Wright, uh, Paradise Killer is very much uh, worthy of your time, and and you should check a look. Well, I fucking you convinced me at least. I'm I'm down. Well, yeah, I'm yeah. in. Because that's what I like about these little after-hour sessions where sometimes it's just one person has played it, and then I'm just explaining it to you. Are there any questions you have or anything else that you want expanded upon before we uh, call it a day? No, I think you got me sold on on pretty much everything conceptually, like everything that's going to click with me about the game. Um, and, and like you said, you don't want to provide too many concrete examples of within like plot, or, or major elements that made you smile or moments that, that really caught you because you, you don't want to give those away to other people. And in a game with this kind of structure, that exploration and that discovery is a big part of, of, yes. the, of the experience. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to allow myself to go into this relatively blind. As well, you should, my good sir. But no, uh, so if anyone listening is curious, uh, I either hit me up or, or delve in onto your own because it's it's so far definitely worthy of your time and has become quickly one of the better games I've, I've tried this year and definitely in the running for best hidden gem of 2020. Bro, one of these motherfuckers is just a red skeleton with, a, with yes. radical sunglasses. Yes, and that, that's what I'm saying. That person that's San, that's, fucks. I cannot tell if it's a dude or a chick because you're skeleton. Oh, it's a dude. That's your dude. boy. That's your boy's Sam Daybreak. Sam Daybreak. Sam married. Daybreak is my motherfucking dude, and I can tell that looking at this JoJo ass cast of characters. That that is the there it is. That is the aesthetic that I, I've been trying to pinpoint in my brain, but it, I I get JoJo vibes. Yes, yeah. that is a and, skeleton. And, and, in in nice slacks and a button down shirt, like opened in the sexy fucking like hot dude way, with cool right, sunglasses. I, I want your uh your reaction right now. Yeah, I want you to Google the character Doctor Doom Jazz. Oh, I already looked up Doctor Doom Jazz, and Doctor okay. Doom Jazz fucks. I want you to understand Dr. that Doctor Doom, Doom Jazz has always fucked since time immemorial. This man's default pose. His default just, pose is look at my fucking incredible chest. Look at my book. If his look, here's the thing. His pants are slung low enough. I can tell that he manscapes because yep. they are not being held up by his belt. They are. Well, look, it's just oof. he's got. Is it a fucking an onk on his belt right where his yep. right where his dick is? Oh, my no, God. And him. a stethoscope. A Dr. stethoscope with look, Doctor Doom Jazz. Yeah, Doctor Doom also, Jazz is incredible. Um, uh, one more for you because again, these character designs are so intricate. The witness to the end has carved all these hieroglyphics into his chest. Is that the dude in the gold skull mask? Yes. Yeah. Gold skull mask and the flamenco dancer like get up. That goddamn every one of these characters. Just absolutely fucks, slaps, and bounces. It's incredible. <laughs> uh, I cannot wait to find out who killed somebody. I'm, I'm hoping it's some crazy conspiracy. And it's all of them. Dr. Doom I want Jazz that to be the, the answer. Yeah, you, want, you want to murder on the Orient Express. <laughs> yes. That's what I want. I want to find out that everyone had a part of it. Something. I don't know. Also, I've got... I, there's so much to get into it. I can say this without spoiling stuff. The dialogue options... And the fact that all of the dialogue is kept 
on screen as you scroll. So even if like you, you can't miss anything, uh, it's very Disco Elysium. Hell yeah. That that is another game whose uh, DNA you can feel in this. Excellent. So, yeah. So if if Disco Elysium, Phoenix Wright and Danganronpa had a baby with a little Breath of the Wild open endedness uh, appeals to you. Um, yeah, I'm in. Hit it up. Paradise Killer. Ah, love it. Good times. That's all I got. So, yeah, let's wrap this up. Uh, I'm Matt again, a.k.a. the Nolan Nerdcast. Oh, I'm supposed to go now. I'm Derek, a.k.a. Derby City Derek. And uh, I mean, this has been an SDGC After Hours look at um, Paradise Killer for the Nintendo Switch specifically. Oh, I need to find time to play this. Thank you. You do. You do, baby. Baby bird. All right. Thank you, everybody. Pachoo, pachoo.